Welcome to the Turn Yourself On Daily Podcast, dedicated to women, taking you from feeling lost to feeling liberated and healing anything in between, transforming your three most important relationships, activating your power and upgrading your relationships, your business and your life. It's time to turn you on. Hello and welcome to season two of the Turn Yourself On daily podcast. I am back and refreshed, upgraded. It's kind of bittersweet because we're here with the new energy, with the new downloads, with the new information, with the new learnings of everything that's happened over the summer and also the news of Queen Elizabeth. So this whole episode is dedicated to Queen Elizabeth her life, what she stood for, and how we each have a queen within us as well. So we're going to go into the archetypes. If you work with me one-to-one, you'll be doing this now already. If you listen to season one, then you know I started to talk about the archetypes then. So it's nothing fancy. We can get lost in it. You can literally go down a rabbit hole on the internet and looking too far into it. Basically, We've all got these archetypes within us. So whether it's the maverick, that daring side of you, you'll be able to lean into that at times. Whether it's the nurturer, you can lean into that at certain times of your life as well. Whether it's the alchemist, the magician, whether that is more of what you need in your life at the time. I think the queen is misunderstood as the archetype because of what we see on TV and the way it's portrayed to be kind of arrogant, aloof, all that kind of stuff. It's not at all. And for me, I think some of the strengths that have been really missing in my life up until even recently, like I've had this summer off to really go deep inside and turn up that self-belief, that resilience, that strength. And they're things I think qualities, traits that are missing these days that we're not focused on enough. It's easy to give up. It's easy to quit. It's easy to feel down and get lost in all of that stuff. And the queen archetype we're going to dive into today to really understand what it is. It's all inside out work. We all have elements of them all. But like I said, what we can learn from Queen Elizabeth and what she stood for and how we can use that queen within ourselves to lean on it, to understand it, and to bring it up when we need it in our life. So, what is the queen archetype? Typically, it's seen as a leader, but unlike the masculine way of leadership, which sometimes can be the force in the striving, the leader in the queen It's where, imagine with your feet stood firmly on the floor and your arms open, you know you're good enough and you know that your presence and the way you are, the way you move, the way you think, good comes to you. You don't need to force it. It's an alignment. It's that inner fire, that fire in your belly where it's like, I know I can do this. I know I can make a difference. It's guided to a greater purpose. I work with so many women that know deep down that they're here for more, but they don't always know what more looks like. And it's easy to then 
give up because it's like, oh my God, I don't even know where to start. But like I said, with the, the whole inside out concept is we often want to, a lot, of, a lot of the time people want to speak on a stage, but give them a microphone and they would almost freeze. I know I did. That was my thing. I want to be on stage. I want to, I've got a message. Give me a microphone. I didn't even know what to say. So it's like, this is the inner prep, preparation work. You know you're being guided to more. You know that there's a different purpose for you, but you might not be quite ready for it. This is why you lean into your queen. Queen archetype is also about strength and resilience. And like I said in the introduction, for me, those values, those traits, we don't talk about them enough because it's almost we've almost seen characters on TV that have displayed them in a negative way or that whole, the, there's a balance, isn't there, between working hard and burning yourself out. That's not what the queen does. She works hard, but she doesn't burn herself out. So it's really, really powerful to get to know the queen within you. It's hugely, hugely important right now to access that inner queen within you with so much fear, with so much anxiety, with so much social media noise, we need more and more to tap into that strength within us. And like I said, the queen isn't, it can be, de- it can be shown as quite cold and unloving, quite controlling, but it's not. That's just the shadow side, the dark side to it, how it's depicted on the TV. But what we're going to do today is help you right here, right now, tap in, access the queen within you. Are you ready? I think I've got like 12 ways that you can do it. So we're going to go through them and it's something you can do straight away. The first one is to start to use the power that you already have right now. So begin in your life right now and think of a situation in your life that you need to take charge of. Now, it might be that you need to head back to the gym or you need to eat better or you need to work on your mindset or there's some forgiveness work to do. Maybe you need to take charge of your finances. Maybe you need to take care of a relationship and a situation that needs addressing, whether it's at work or personal or family. So something in your life, no matter the size, it doesn't need to be some big, massive thing that's going to take all your energy up. It could simply be sorting through your paperwork, all the admin, all that life admin that you need to do, or paying a bill that you've been avoiding paying. So it's taking charge of a situation that's not resolved, however small it is. Maybe it's a deep conversation that you need to have with somebody, a phone call. Maybe you need to express your feelings to somebody that's your power. That's right. This situation needs resolving. And that is the way to tap into that queen because she's there within you. It's just that we avoid things because we don't want the confrontation or we think, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. If we do it today, then we create the space for even more. The second thing to do is to know yourself. Do you know how you best operate? Do you know your strengths and your weaknesses? And it can be actually really hard to sit still with your thoughts and your feelings. I've done it this month and my coach was like, August, off, sit with it, sit with it. 
And I was like, what about this? What about that? Sit with it, sit with it. It was so freaking annoying. I cannot tell you. But it's so true to really sit with what you're running off, what thoughts you've got, what feelings you've got, what triggers you, what excites you, what thrills you, what makes you feel sexy, what makes you feel alive, what turns you off. Really, really knowing yourself is super key to becoming the queen in your own life. What are your strengths? That's number three. What are your strengths? Knowing them, knowing your strengths, a lot of the time we know our weaknesses and we focus on overcoming those. But if we actually focus on your strengths, then your weaknesses just gradually reduce anyway. Strengths might be listening, being creative, being funny, being loving, whatever you feel like your strengths are, own them. Do not take them for granted and they might be different from even your best friend, even from your sister, your brother. Own who you are with your strengths. Number four is to know your stories. Again, this is work I did in August and it's deep work. It's hard to do. You don't want to look at your past and the stories that you're still bringing into the present. Things like I'm not good enough, it's not working, it will never work, they always treat me like this, that kind of thing. And it's about learning to be aware of what stories and patterns you're running and creating new ones. Number five, create a VIP life. Now, I'm not saying go to Selfridges and max out your credit card. Please don't don't do that. Yes, you are the VIP. So how are you treating yourself every single day? It's not necessarily buying things. When I say create a VIP life, people often think I'm just referring to going spending money or buying something. A VIP life can be you give yourself the opportunity to have a nap in the afternoon. You decide, you know what, I'm going to paint my nails this evening or have a pamper evening. It might be that you do decide that you need to upgrade your bedding or your towels. So it's it can be little things in the day that make your life run better and feel better. Again, it doesn't mean maxing out credit cards and things like that. It's making your life easier and better. Number six is to look at and recognise, are you triggered by other people and their success? So are you jealous in any area? Are you jealous because it's triggering you? Are you jealous because you're comparing yourself against them? What What is it? So you're scrolling on social media, or you hear about somebody's success, or you see them, they're in the room, they're speaking, and you're like, oh my God, what is going on inside of your head and your heart? Why are you jealous? When we're jealous of people, it's because they are showing us the potential within us that we've not yet actualized. So it's a good thing because they're there and they're saying this without without wearing a sign. They're there being like, this is what you, this is your next level. And we can get jealous because we're like, we know that's us, but we're not there. How are they there? Why are we not there? It's our next level. So instead of being jealous, we switch that energy to, I'm inspired. I'm inspired. If she can do it, I can do it. Number seven is to cultivate trust. 
So trust in yourself, in others and in life. Trust within your business, with your business partners, with your colleagues, with your clients. Trust in your relationships, with your family, friends, neighbours, everybody and trust in life. If you're not trusting, why not? It will be through things and experiences and lessons you've learned in the past, but is that serving you anymore? Number eight is who is in your court. So imagine the queen is in the courtroom and she's surrounded by all of these people. You have people surrounding you everywhere in your life. Even so relationships, we think that relationships end when the relationships end, but they don't. Relationships are in the mind. So we carry people with us throughout our life. So that's why forgiveness work is so important because even though your ex-boyfriend from 20 years ago might not be in your life who treated you like absolute, and it was just a carnage relationship, if you've not done that forgiveness work, it's still in your mind. It doesn't end. So who is in your court, in your mind, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually? Who do you surround yourself with every day? Who do you carry with you in your mind? Who do you carry with you in your heart in terms of love or resentment? Do people inspire you that you're surrounded by? Do they uplift you? Who are you surrounded by? Number nine is resilience. No more wanting to quit and give up when things get hard. Now, this has been a very tough one for me. I literally had this conversation with my husband and my son today. He got upset. He's only four. He got upset because he was about to lose this particular counting game. And because he didn't think he would win, he wanted to quit. And I said to him, that used to be me. If I didn't think it was going a certain way, the right way, if it was a bit too hard work, I would want to quit. We're sort of sold the idea these days that things should be easy. And yes, Whilst I do agree life is easy, it's a game. At the same time, we do have to work hard. Look at what the Queen did, how hard she worked, but not in a striving energy. Look how graceful she moved. Look how there was no rushing. There was no forcing. There was no, oh, that angst. There was a very dignified, graceful way of working hard. That for me is the quality that I want to take from our queen. Number 10 is no more proving. Now, why are you doing what you're doing? What energy are you running off every single day? It's quite common, especially for women, to be running off an energy where we're trying to prove to ourselves and others that we're good enough to get their validation, to get their love and attention because we feel like we've missed out on it in the past. Now that energy works in short bursts. It can create good and create results in the short term, but long term it's detrimental to health and happiness. So are you proving? Are you trying to prove yourself? Are you trying to get that validation? If you are, why? Let's look at that. Number 11 is to speak your truth. Sometimes not everybody will like it, but that's up to them. So you learn to speak your truth 
and access that throat chakra can always be so blocked and it doesn't mean to say we need to go out and speak our truth with a microphone and tell everybody that we're now speaking our truth this can be gentle in a conversation being honest no that doesn't work for me saying no can be harder than saying yes but it creates so much more space that we can speak easier communicate what is right for us and number 12 is a mission that my husband and I set quite a few years ago now called NSM, No Shit Mission. And again, everybody thinks it's all about material things, but it's not. This starts internally. No more shitty thoughts. No more shitty feelings. Taking responsibility for our life so we're not being the victims of it. And I'm not saying you'll never have another shitty thought or feeling in your life, but when you do, being aware of it, not dropping into that victimhood or, oh, woe is me, and taking responsibility. Self-responsibility is the hardest thing at times to look in that mirror and to know that things come down to us. And I remember a recent client when she finished recently and she said, I came to you thinking that it was everybody else and everything else that needed to change. I didn't realise that the work would be within me. So it takes bravery. And again, that's the strength of the queen. You know, things happen to her and she's brave and she's dedicated and she's strong and committed in her response. And it's about refusing to go into that woe is me. It's refusing to stay stuck and deciding and declaring that it's your time to rise up. So that is all of the 12 ways to honour and heal and release that queen within you. She doesn't pull, she's the lighthouse. Things happen for her when she trusts. She's good enough, she's a leader within herself first. She's strong, there's prosperity, good things, a great life. She's confident, she's unique. She's different and that's cool. So she died yesterday, so raw, and the world is still getting used to it. You know, we're still like, oh my God, this has actually happened. But for me, her legacy will always live on in the queen archetype to lean on it in those moments of despair and fear and anxiety, which do come It's like, right, am I going to stay in this or am I going to lean on what I've learned from that amazing figurehead, take her traits, take her strength, commitment and bravery and am I going to lean into that? Even if I can't fully embody it right now, can I just tap into it just a little bit? So when you face a tough time and you want to quit and you want to run for the hills and going to fight or flight or just absolutely just not want to deal with it, then the traits of the Queen, of Queen Elizabeth, of the Queen Elizabeth archetype, of the Queen archetypes within you, you can lean on that. It's all within you. It might not feel like it is. It might feel like you're a million miles away from the strength and the courage, but it's all within you. And it's about tapping back into it in those times when you need it. So I hope this helps. Have an amazing week. As always, I love to hear from you. So let me know how it feels leaning in to your queen. 
Thanks so much for listening today. As always, please share this with a friend who you know will benefit too. You can reach me all through the week on LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook at Laura Jane Hand. You can order my book, More Than a Mindset, on Amazon and Kindle. You can check out all of the other podcasts with guided visualizations, all the quickie ones for quick hits of inspiration. And to learn what is possible for you in your business, in your relationships and your life, check out my website, laurajanehand.com. See you soon. Bye.